0: And welcome to minute sixty-three of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast, where we take a wild trip through the nineteen eighty-seven John Hughes comedy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me again today is Heather Baxendale of the Milfcast. Welcome back, Heather.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me back on.
0: Just uh, be careful of trunks in the middle of the road.
1: Yes, they're very yeah. suspicious,
0: you know. Yes, but but they're green. You know, they're
1: they are. it's actually kinda cool. I wouldn't mind having a trunk like that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go through what was necessary to get one
0: in this film. Yes, but I agree with you on I that.
1: would I would enjoy having a trunk like that.
0: It's pretty cool. Okay. okay. Minute sixty three begins with the car finishing a its slow U turn on the highway and ends with Dell complaining about his back. So yesterday, after getting sideswiped on both sides by Various trucks. Dell has finally stopped the car, turned it around, facing the right direction. And he makes this very, very large U-turn across the entire uh, side of the highway. (laughs) And, you know, makes it to where you should be. Now, what do you know about U-turns?
1: Depending on what state you're in, they're legal. Or they're not legal. It's completely legal to make U-turns in Michigan. I used to make them all the time with my first car. But it was a 1993 Ford Festiva, so it was super tiny, and I could do it anywhere I wanted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's very true. So a U-turn is in driving refers to performing a 180-degree rotation to reverse the direction of travel. It is called a U-turn because the maneuver looks like the letter U. Makes sense. In some areas, the maneuver is actually illegal, while in others, it is treated as a more ordinary turn, merely extended. In still other areas, lanes are occasionally marked U-turn permitted or even U-turn only. So occasionally on divided highways, special U-turn ramps ramps exist to allow traffic to make a U-turn, though often their use is restricted to emergency and police vehicles only. In the U.S., U-turn regulations vary by state. So in Indiana, U-turns are allowed as long as the driver follows all the precautions normally ascribed to making a left turn, yielding right away, etc. Things like that. Many places, including Texas and Georgia, have specially designed U-turn lanes, referred to as Texas U-turn lanes. That must be
1: like a Michigan U. I get
0: it. There you go. And in Michigan, U-turns are required for many left turns to and from divided highways. As part of the Michigan left maneuver, have you heard yes. of that? Have heard of the Michigan left yep. maneuver? Yep,
1: they actually have their yep they their little little turns that they actually make in the median, so you can go around. They're all over the place.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that that's just really cool. So there there are places where it is actually forbid to, to do it.
1: I don't think it would matter to Dell anyway.
0: No, I don't think so. Well, especially yeah. especially the, I mean the the highway is deserted here. Yeah, after that or, point, it's meh. That's true. What are you going to um, do? That is very trunk. true. Yeah. Which trunk, though?
1: <laughs> Just the one trunk.
0: Leave the other trunk out there. <laughs> that's true. So in, in uh, Taiwan, it's actually illegal to make U-turns, and you can actually get fined. You can get fined if you make a U-turn on a curve, a slope, a narrow road, a narrow bridge, or a tunnel if you make a U-turn at a road segment signed no U-turn or painted double solid yellow or white lines, if you make a U-turn on a road segment prohibiting left turn, if you're not surrounding a roundabout to make a U-turn in such an intersection, and before making a U-turn, if you fail to stop or signal your left turn as required. Well, that that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. You, way you, harsh, Ty. Yeah, very... What can I say? So basically, they, they make this this or Dell makes this U turn and pulls up on the parks on the side of the shoulder, and we can then see, you know, in the distance there are cars, there's car lights coming towards them, and the car then starts to s- slow down, swerves in order to not hit any of the luggage in the middle of the highway, and then it, it honks at them and moves along and out. First of all, if you're on a speeding highway in the middle of the night, again, we're not really sure what time this is because it shouldn't be that late, but it is, you know, based on all the, you know, if you want to try and pace out how everything they did during the course of the day, you know, they've done a lot of things in this day, but still, you know, let's say at the latest, they rented the car at four o'clock. It's only a four hour drive from St. Louis to Chicago.
1: That's what I was trying to figure out. How long exactly had they been driving? How far along were they too?
0: Yeah. Well. Well. Uh, tomorrow we'll find out exactly where they are, because in tomorrow's minute they tell us. But this is true. But today we don't know yet. But let's put it this way: if it's only a four-hour four hour drive, they didn't get very far. <laughs> I mean, the script talks about them stopping in a few cafes and and you know things like that. But again, it. It doesn't seem as if they're. In, it's the middle of the night, even though – or it doesn't seem it should be the middle of the night, even though it looks like they're in the middle of the night. It looks like this is yeah. 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, you know.
1: Yeah. It, it feels like it's more like 10 or 11 o'clock, though.
0: Yeah. At the latest. But, but again, but it shouldn't be that late. That's my point. Me. It shouldn't even be that late. They should already be in Chicago a long time ago, right? But you have a car speeding on the highway. And he can actually, you know, he, the way he slows down, he, he's swerving around these things, you know, like on that Brady Bunch episode where, you know, where, where they put the egg on the, you know, where Marsha and Greg are, are competing as to who's a better driver. And they set up all the, the the pine cones. Oh. You know, they're going like really, really slow. Yeah. This is not the type of car that that's driving on a... On, a, on a, a highway, even in the eighties. You know.
1: No, no, it's old, and it's a boat. It's a boat.
0: Yeah. And that's what
1: we used to call cars like that. Yeah,
0: completely. And and there's like even no, there's no concern for the fact that that you know you see a car on the side of the highway, and you see luggage strewn all over the place. Like no one cares. They're like.
1: No, you know, now I would believe that, but back then I feel like people would stop.
0: That's my point.
1: Yeah, it definitely was not a thing where people would just drive by then. Number one, because now people have cell phones and they have tow services and, and other things. And also people are gross. But back in the, the 80s, somebody would have stopped and checked to make sure they were okay.
0: Yeah, that's what I think of. There's,
1: there's, yeah, there's several, and there's several cars that pass them.
0: Um, no, that, that's something we we're nope. going to talk about. This is the first car that passes them, and it's going to be a while till another car passes them.
1: Okay, okay. I'm thinking of yes, after.
0: Okay. Right, but um, again, there's no concern for anything, and you know, it's it's interesting that this car is able to slow down so quickly, you know, because the, there aren't that many lights on this highway either. You know, it's pretty No, and pretty we're dark. assuming
1: they're going at least 55.
0: That's right. Okay, and at this point, Neil and Dell both get out of the car. I love how Neil puts on his jacket. You know, he's he's freezing his butt off at this point. I guess again. You know, and Dell starts looking at the damage to the car, and he goes, oh, hey, this isn't so bad. Yeah, I thought it would be a lot worse than this. They ought to be able to buff this out, no problem.
1: Because they should have been dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, they, they wouldn't have that problem.
1: No, they wouldn't. <laughs> it was great how he did it, though. He was trying to pass it off as a, yeah, this is just a minor scratch. No big deal.
0: Yeah, they could just buff that right out there.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. Dell's whole mentality. Don't worry about it. It's fine.
0: Especially when, you know, he's not paying for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> yeah. And and Dell continues talking, he goes, Oh yeah. He starts cracking up and he goes, Wow. He goes, I mean that was close. We can laugh about it now. We're all right, you know. The whole and like at this point, he starts looking over, and you can see that Neil is just fuming. He's, you know, Dell's trying to laugh the whole thing out, and Neil is very serious, and you can see he's really, really pissed. And at a certain point, Dell finally realizes that okay, he should probably shut up because the situation isn't as simple as it might seem to be. And then he quickly changes the subjects and, and subject and says, oh, "Maybe we should go get. Maybe we should just get my stuff off the road, huh?" What do you think? And again, he's talking to himself. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that that's a good idea. You know, it, it's great how he asks a question and responds to himself. You know, because he knows that Neil is just not in the mood.
1: No, nope, he's trying to control the, the the situation by misdirection, which is which is a lot of what he does. But he does it really well for the most part, too. Yeah. But yeah, Neil's, Neil's pretty close to exploding here.
0: Yeah, when <laughs> to watch his head just explode? You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's 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 just about had enough, but we're not really there to enough
0: just nope. yet. <laughs> not at all. And then uh, we hear Neil. Uh, uh, we hear Dell. At this point, we hear Dell, you know, going to get his his luggage, and then we hear him, you know, faintly say, "Oh, my back." <laughs> now, do you do you think he's doing that to get sympathy from Neil?
1: I think it's just misdirection. I think that's kind of what he does. He's tried to make a joke out of the situation. He's waiting for Neil to bite. He's he's trying to move on from from the fact that, you know, again, this is his fault. And I think that's his way of going, Look, I'm suffering too. I'm I'm also having a rough time here and his
0: back might hurt. Right. Well but he I, he did talk about it a few weeks ago that, you know, he has a bad back.
1: So it's, it's absolutely plausible that it is, but it's it's I think it's just misdirection. I think that's just, you know, one of his character traits that he he does. Well, okay, I've tried to do this, and now we're going to turn it back around to me, and then I can control the situation.
0: Right. Exactly. And, I mean, at this point, I, I, one of the things that I noticed was, is as I mentioned before, there, there are no cars on this side of the road. On the other side of the road, you know, there, there are a lot of cars.
1: You hear them. You hear them in the background, too. Yeah, and you
0: can see them, also. You see the the, the lights of all the cars, or the the, the the brake lights of all the cars and trucks that are on the other side of the road. But on their side of the road, there's nothing. So It it just happened to be
1: two semis who were driving right next to each other at exactly the same time on the top of a hill.
0: That's it. Right. That's, that's the main traffic for this road. Correct. So I guess no one's traveling to Chicago. Everyone's traveling to St. Louis
1: which you'd think there'd be traffic in both directions
0: but again, it depends on what time of but, the, if this is one two o'clock in the morning maybe there there should be but but it's it's very disproportionate.
1: Yes, yes absolutely this is 100% for convenience
0: yes yeah. this this it's is like definitely. let's not bother the actors. <laughs> we're not bringing in the second unit in yet you know
1: <laughs> Let them do their thing and be funny which they were
0: yes yes and then if you notice, that we get a shot of Dell going to pick up his his uh, trunk, but his suitcase and his gym bag are already on the side of the road, even though before we saw them all there. I,
1: I did notice that, and I was wondering how that happened, or if I had missed something. And I th- I watched it again, and I
0: didn't see it get there. Well, that's the thing. I I watched. I, I didn't notice it in this minute the first I, time I saw it, and then in the next minute I saw that they were they weren't that he wasn't picking them up. So I I went back to look, and here. When Dell goes into the highway to go pick up his trunk, you see that the the suitcase and the gym bag are already on the side of the road. Yeah, I didn't see it get over there. Yeah, and that's pretty much how the this minute ends. You know, it's a it's a relatively short minute. A lot of uncomfortable laughing.
1: Lots of uncomfortable. <laughs> but it still
0: works. <laughs> yeah, no question about that.
1: Well, and that's and that's that's Neil's whole entire piece of this it was more yes. or less reacting just reacting and doing a really good job of not using language mm-hmm. and still act
0: completely. But that, that's Steve Martin for you. Steve Martin is great at that.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, he's a So you have anything else before we get into the script? No,
1: I think we covered okay. it on right. that well, one. The,
0: the script here also, there isn't that much differences, but one of them is, is that Dell's, when they, they look at the car, that the trunk that is empty, you know, that the, the, there's no trunk lid on the trunk. So Dell says, We can make a jacuzzi out of it.
1: (laughs) I can totally see why they didn't keep it in, but that's funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What what do you know about
1: jacuzzis? (laughs) Oh, goodness, that they were very popular in the late 80s and early 90s. And friends had them, and I never had them, and I always wanted one. And if you get a hotel room, with jacuzzi tubs are fantastic. I love how you ask me about things if I know them, and I'm like, I'm just going to tell
0: you anecdotes That's rather fine. than any actual information. That's fine. I I did the research, <laughs> but I want to hear your stories. You know, there you go. We're a good team here, Heather. We're a good team. We're a yeah, good team. They, were, they were they were they were super.
1: Yes, we are. You've got the,
0: the facts. Go. I've got the
1: stories. We're we're basically we're basically Neil and Dell. I will definitely get us in trouble. <laughs> I will take us way off course. We will go the wrong way. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> they were the though. Jacuzzis were a huge, huge thing, and now they have blow-up versions that you can yep. put in your backyard. Oh wow! Kai has one. <laughs> people, people stream from Twitch on them with their cats. It's very strange.
0: Jacuzzis have come yes, a long way. That is definitely true. So, a jacuzzi is also known as a hot tub, right? So it's a large tub full of water used mostly for hydrotherapy, relaxation, or for pleasure. Some have powerful jets for massage purposes, and they're sometimes known as spas. Or by the trade name, Jacuzzi. So I never knew this. Jacuzzi is the name of a company.
1: Oh, so it's like Band-Aid.
0: Yeah, or Kleenex.
1: Yeah. Or, that's just or
0: what Q-Tip. Call hmm?
1: Yes, also another good example.
0: Yeah, weeks ago, months ago, uh, me and my guest Alan talked about Q-tips, and we mentioned that exact fact, but we did not I didn't know about jacuzzi back then.
1: Hmm. I didn't either. Well, maybe that's why they, they've been more popularized by calling them hot tubs in the last many years rather than yeah. jacuzzi. Uh,
0: probably. That's true. So most of them are designed for more than one person. Okay. Uh, some of them can even accommodate four or five people in them or more depending on the size. Right, and uh, most people don't use soap or shampoo. Uh, No, no. I
1: don't think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably not good.
1: (laughs) I don't recall that happening. It was like, I I don't know, they came out, and to me, I put specifically jacuzzi together with waterbeds. It's just a phenomenon that both happened at the same time, but the hot tubs have lasted, whereas waterbeds have not.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, uh, I mean... When, when do you think people started using hot tubs in the U S what would be your guess?
1: I would probably say probably somewhere in the early seventies. I'm sure it's, it's earlier than that, but I think the early seventies would probably be a timeline where they started actually popping up. For it to be a, a thing that people just had regularly in their houses in the eighties.
0: Right. So actually they started hot, hot tubs came to America in 1940s. Okay. And in the seventies, that's when they started using fiberglass shelled hot tubs. And then uh, they started using acrylic shells after that.
1: You were pretty cool if you had a jacuzzi at your house when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. For sure. I knew
1: one person that had one. and That was it. They also had a waterbed. They had everything cool.
0: Yeah. How many people do you think are killed in in, uh, in jacuzzis a, a year?
1: <laughs> I love these questions so much. I used to have. Sorry, um,
0: not, a, not in a year. Between 1980 and 1996.
1: 1980 and 1996. I will say 210.
0: There were more than 700 people killed. In <laughs> I'm not
1: not even surprised at all. Yeah, I I had a client uh, before they were they were an insurance company and. Um, <laughs> One I, I was doing data for them, and one of the things was how many vending machines killed people a year. And it was like 49 people die from vending machines a year. Wow. Weird stuff like that. I was coming up with looking up data and statistics and stuff like that. So strange things like this I think are fascinating. Yeah. And then you, you wonder exactly how it occurred, of course. You right.
0: So according do. according to the research that I did, most people, it's from drowning. Okay. Yeah. But but why? Because there's there's powerful suction. In the drains, so people would get caught in the drain.
1: This is like maximum overdrive, but
0: jacuzzi. Completely, Completely.
1: (laughs) You can make a horror movie just out of that. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying.
0: Unbelievable, completely. But I mean, it's it's funny that the the information that I got here is it only gives till 1996. Does that mean that things are safer now? That there's less suction in hot tubs.
1: So, yeah. little children were getting stuck in the drains, getting sucked down. They would have to correct that in order to continue selling their product.
0: Yeah.
1: It's bad for well, business.
0: And and people would get shocked also in them.
1: That I remember. I remember that being a thing also. I always got suspicious, especially of the outdoor ones when you'd see cords going back up to, to people's walls. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. I'm not going in that.
0: Yeah. Probably
1: not. I, I like living. <laughs> it's fun.
0: Uh, yeah, and I mean the only other difference in the script is the devil complains a little bit more of his back issues, but it says that he actually picks up the suitcase, you know, oh. and he picks up the suitcase and then complains about the fact that his that his back is hurting him.
1: Okay, now see there you go, that would make sense.
0: That's right. They must
1: have cut it out because of a take or something, but it was there.
0: It existed. Yes. That is true. All Let's right, catch. there you go. Cool. So on every Wednesday we have a nice segment called Hughes Hump Day, where my guests will give us uh, their top five John Hughes movies. Which you sort of almost gave away a little bit of it on on Monday, but or was it, or was that in the green room on Monday? I don't even remember.
1: I think it was the green room. Yeah, I started. There was there was much green room chatter where I said we should probably save it. Or actually, you probably said that. And I just yeah, i kept talking. <laughs> that's
0: fine that's fine that's
1: fine. <laughs> okay so i do have a question about these and i actually i think i heard one of your guests before use some of his movies that he was just a writer not yeah writer, that's, director. Fine. that's fine that's okay okay then then i'm good to go all right my number five is planes trains and automobiles this is a fantastic movie. It's so much fun. Obviously, you enjoy it. You're doing a minute-by-minute minute show about it.
0: Yeah, but it's I, great. And, and I'm still enjoying it after 63 yeah. minutes of it, you know. We, we've only got a half hour left of the movie. You're, you're taking
1: apart all the, the pieces, and you're still enjoying it. That says a lot about it.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying it more because now I noticed that, you know, he didn't pick up a suitcase. Yes. <laughs>
1: I love catching stuff like that. It doesn't make me hate the movie. I love it. It's just cool to know the extra stuff. You yeah. want to know everything you can. It's, it's a good thing. People misinterpret it entirely. It's not yeah. complaining. No. It's not nitpicking. No. It's it's loving every aspect of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. My number four is Uncle Buck. And it was, it was probably my favorite as a kid. And it was another one that my parents were not sure that I should watch, which was fine because they let me watch Aliens. But Uncle Buck, problems.
0: So you should be happy about that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. I am. Oh, I am. It, but then after a while, it was fine. You can watch it. I love Uncle Buck. It's wonderful. It's still delightful. That's one that it's on. I'm going to stop and I'm going to watch it and finish it from wherever it's at. Uh, my number three. Oh, The Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors is so wonderful. Wait, one second.
0: One second. The Great Outdoors is is, is John Hughes?
1: Uh, I saw it as he was a writer on it. Okay, listed as one of his writer. Yeah, I I didn't know that either. I thought he might have had his hands in it. I did not realize that until I was I was checking. And I said, okay, well, right. I feel a little weird adding it, but that's one of my that's one of my favorite comedies of all time too.
0: Okay, I, I thought um, you made a mistake in were telling me the the, the John Candy stuff. Nope, yeah. but
1: that might show up later foreshadowing non-green room talk okay Number, (laughs) (laughs) number two is ferris bueller's day off i mean it's it's ferris bueller's day off it's it's fantastic it's i i don't know if it's held up as well i i don't i know some people don't i don't know if it's nostalgia that i'm still attached to it but especially when you're a kid the fantasy of taking the day off and Taking the world by the, the balls, essentially, and just going for it is great. Plus, Matthew Patrick is just amazing in yeah. it. It's, it's delightful. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And it's so everything about that time. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off for number two, and number one is The Breakfast Club, which is probably not really a big shock, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's picked that as their number one either. Um,
0: Actually, it was there just are not the other day and- one, two, three, four, five. You are the sixth person to choose that as your number one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can be a foregone conclusion when it's a good conclusion. It's fine. Why not? There's a reason for it being the great movie that it is. It, it's it's one of the first movies that really, really you know, kind of tapped into what it was like to be a teenager and melodramatic. Absolutely. But still so
0: delightful. Yes. Very true. All right. So every day we have a segment called off the beaten track where myself or my guest will give a little story or anecdote of something that might've happened to us along the journey of life. So Heather, you got another one for us?
1: I do. And this one actually was not my mom's fault. (laughs) Uh, this is, this is me actually out in the woods exploring by myself uh, out on a run. I'm, I'm a marathon runner. I'm a long distance runner. Um, most of my running is urban running, suburban running around here. But if you've watched any horror movies, you know, you don't have to go very far into the woods to get lost Right on a path or not on a path trail running. Um, I had gone into woods that I'd been in before and I had a limited time frame before I had to get back and get to work and do like 45 other things while I was out there, but it had rained the night before. So everything was just sludge and, and mud. And usually I could follow certain markers and certain things, but everything looked different. It just looked different. And I think I went in circles for a good hour before I finally got out. It's one of the only times that I was lost, lost and by myself. And it wasn't far from, you know, not a city, but any of the places that I knew how to get back to, like there was, there was one path and road. Anyway, it was, it was an absolute nightmare. And I was terrified for a good hour that I was going to somehow get dead in the mud. And then I found my way out.
0: All right. I'm, I'm so glad that, to hear that. And, and if you yes, hadn't, you I'm wouldn't here be now. here. Exactly.
1: No, I, I, I would have found my way out. What you really should do, too, and I probably would have been able to do, is if the sun's out, just keep following the direction of the sun, but it wasn't. It was still overcast and gross. From and, the, and then you'll, the you'll get ran. to
0: Chicago. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 exactly.
0: Quicker That's quicker than Neil or do. There
1: you go. Maybe not. Yeah.
0: Maybe not. <laughs> I
1: get distracted.
0: That's true. <laughs> Good point. Alright, great. Thank you very much for that. Heather, Heather you want to once again tell me that they can get in touch with you? Yes, you can find the show MILFCAST at MILFCAST on
1: all the socials and you can follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Heather underscore Kenobi or Heather Time.
0: Excellent. And to find me is very simple also. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, or go to my website. So, until tomorrow... You're f***** fu- you fu-